Hey everyone, it's Lisa Harden back today for another podcast, Poison Bald and Still Standing. And today I have another special guest with me. Her name is Amy Tidwell. Just to give you a little background on Amy, I've known Amy for, I don't even know how many years. Like almost 17 years. Probably That is true, mm-hmm. 17 years. Hadn't seen her in many, many years. I don't even know how many that was, at least nine or I, ten. Well, when was the, well, the ball drop? Yeah, so the last one that you were involved in was like mm-hmm. 12 or 13. Yeah, crazy. In a while. Yeah, so I ran into mm-hmm. her at an event in November after I had, I was still having chemo at that time, um, getting close to the end, and ran into her, and we sat and visited with each other during this event, and she started telling me about some uh, history with her and, and some neck pain, and that she was juicing. And I had actually looked at juicing and the possibility of juicing during my chemo, but I was so sick that the thought of eating spinach and strawberries mixed together <laughs> did not sound very good. And I just didn't have the strength to actually do the research and try to figure it out, but sat and visited with her for a couple hours during this event, and she started filling me in on what she had been doing with the Vitamix and juicing. And I went like two days later and started doing the same thing and have, have done a lot of research and um, have started making that part of my lifestyle. And it's been part of hers for a long time. So um, I wanted her to come on here and to do a podcast about juicing. Again, this is what we're talking about, things that worked for us. And I do know a lot of people that are on chemo that are juicing. And, it, you know, it's just a way of getting some really healthy food. So anyway, I'm going to turn it over to Amy and I'm going to have her give us a little background on um, why she started and kind of her history of the juicing and then we'll just kind of go back and forth and talk about what each of us are doing hopefully it helps somebody maybe feel better during the process and not necessarily just for cancer because she uses it not for cancer but to make her feel better from a pain standpoint so I'm going to turn it over to Amy and have her tell us a little bit of history on her juicing and how she got started thank you um so I I do I come from it at a very different angle and first you know let me say I am a baby juicer so I don't want anybody to listen to me and think oh you know that's all she does and she's a pro at it and no let me tell you like I will have a diet coke I am not you know I'm a normal human being that has you know I have some vices and that's probably it a lot of people like coffee and you know somebody else may have something I I will have a diet coke and that's probably the worst thing you can do for pain you know but I do also juice and let me just tell you when I am am doing great with my juicing um it's kind of crazy how I I suddenly do not require um my body does not desire those other things like diet coke and other junk foods um and then when i fall off the wagon and i'm not juicing um the inflammation in my body absolutely will take over and i've i've suffered for for, with back pain um, from gymnastics now for many years so i'd say for about 16 years i've had to get um injections in my low back um and then had a neck injury um a little over a year ago that I had surgery, which just added to my to my pain. Um, but to kind of 
go backwards a little bit, what even introduced me to juicing and even the whole concept of it was my dad had a GI bleed where he had to get 18 bags of blood. A lot of people, I guess, probably wouldn't survive that. And I have a brother who is just, he is a vegan. He's very educated on these things. And while my dad was in the hospital, wasn't supposed to leave the hospital, um, my brother was just very disgusted at the seeing the food come in. My dad was basically in the comfort ward, I guess, where they just kind of make you comfortable until you pass. And um, But my dad was able to completely speak to us and was telling us, I want to live. Um, but here he was just eating, you know, gravy and potatoes and everything that just kind of kills your brain and doesn't feed your brain it was just you know dead food so we his children started bringing in um food that we could juice for him and against all odds my dad was able to leave that nursing or leave the hospital and even the doctors said man i mean if everybody lived like if everyone ate like this we'd be out of a job and just hearing those words um was kind of like a profound moment because you realize that something isn't right here so um my you know my dad does have dementia but he's in better health than he's really probably ever been in a long time like health wise he's I mean he's he's doing really well so my brother opened my eyes to that and I've really learned a lot from him um and like I said I'm not by any means do I have this perfect diet so just to let everyone know, you you can still do this and still not be perfect, but you can add so much to your life, even if you take these baby steps. And I just think from there, you kind of will improve your life and realize that, oh my goodness, like I, I feel so much better and maybe I can do a little bit more. Um, well, and I think the thing to, that you touch on um, is that, yeah, I mean, I don't eat perfectly healthy either, right. but the fact that I am getting such dense nutrition mm-hmm. from the juice is obviously counterbalancing some of that bad stuff that you do eat. I'm not a, I don't eat a lot of sugar or bad things, but I do go out to eat and it's mm-hmm. not the greatest food in restaurants. But this is just a supplement to your own diet just to get the Absolutely. true nutrients from from the actual fruits and vegetables. Right, 100%. I mean, because we're just, we don't get any of that. I mean, once you watch that blender go and you see what you're putting into it, and I, I mean, your kid, my kids even drink it. I mean, they enjoy it. And I know there's no way in a day of just making irregular meals could they ever get that. That much nutrition, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I know when I make, you know, a protein shake, I mean, from a, from a very reputable company, um, cause I've done this where I've had one and sitting in the car, you know, when you leave your protein shake jars, you know, cups in the car with the lid on it, I've had one where I've left in the car and I've left my, um, a, a glass jar of my fruits and vegetables from the Vitamix in the car. I've brought them in to wash them. And you know, when you take the lid off of your protein jar and it's like everyone clear the house cause it's the worst smell you've ever smelled. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, I took the lid off of the, of my Vitamix jar, and it was like there was not a real odor that came out of it. And it was kind of on my, my own self-discovery that I realized, I was like, now that, that tells you something, that 
what is that doing to your gut when you smell the artificial stuff from a, a reputable company when you, you know, you might mix it with almond milk or whatever, and you know how bad that stinks. Mm-hmm. What is that really doing to the insides of your stomach when it smells like that? But yet when you open up the lid of, of fruits and vegetables, there's hardly an odor. Mm-hmm. It's not doing that. It's not, it's not bursting all over the place and it's not irritating your gut like there's a really there's a reason for that yeah I think the other piece of it is just the energy you feel from it Mm -hmm. like you mentioned um that you notice a big difference when you lay off of it for a few days and it is time consuming and and the the key I think that you and I both have figured out you have to pre-plan you have to have it all ready because if Mm -hmm. I'm the same way if I don't do it if I don't have everything ready and I'm running late because I have an early morning meeting, mm-hmm. first thing I do is I skip making the juice. Mm-hmm. And then that's my full day worth of juice that I don't get. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really have a lot of other food in my house because I'm mainly juicing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have anything to eat. So then I just like I'll, my lunch will be a, a low-carb flour tortilla. Well, that's healthy. Right. You know, so again, it's like I think you have to really kind of pre-plan. And so I think today we're going to kind of give ideas on how we're doing it and the stuff we're putting in our juice. Yeah. And then um, maybe that'll help other people kind of get started because there is a, you know, there is some pre-planning involved. There is some yeah. pre-washing. And yes. and you had told me about the wash, and I, I'm doing that now. And so I think yeah. that's just, you know, there's a lot of steps involved. But once you get to kind of get it down to a science, it yes. it goes pretty smoothly. And then you've yes. got a full day worth of juice for you. For sure. Yeah. And it is. Once you get that little, those steps down, it, it certainly is. And I think, like you said, we'll go over those tips and um, it makes a difference, without a doubt. So I'm like a mad scientist too with my <laughs> juicing. It is. I start. I keep reading about all this, you know, because my a- Amy and I uh, talked about this. We went to breakfast uh, a month or so ago, and um, we, we are coming at this from two completely different angles. Mm-hmm. My angle is obviously trying to stay cancer free after just mm-hmm. coming from going through 18 rounds of chemo. I don't ever want to go through that again. So I'm always reading and researching on things that can help as far as fruits and vegetables and that can help me stay cancer free she kind of approached this um, as she mentioned helping her father and then for her own pain Um, and so we're kind of looking at it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. so I end up just like you know there are days mine tastes so bad I can't even drink it (laughs) because I have put so much stuff in it that it's just not even palatable it just it's awful yeah and And so I think that's a key too and people can end up making they get they kind of get sidetracked with juicing i think and they want to then they start buying too many supplements too many things to dump into it and that's really not you know you got to kind of keep in mind god's food and it's supposed to you want to try to keep it as all natural from my understanding and like again i'm a baby at this but you know you can get all your protein from the plants and um Try to keep it simple. It, you know, is probably my best advice for anybody that's going to start. Don't go running out to Whole Foods and spending a fortune on supplements to add to it. I mean, keep it basic because it will, you will get full from it and it will do your body good. I mean, without a doubt. I, I mean, I can promise you that. I mean, it, I have suffered with pain for so long. Um, it is not something that I, this is probably, uh, without a doubt, most I've ever told the world about it. And I believe that probably me surrounding myself with my family and my kids um, 
keeping those my endorphins going and staying busy is probably why most people don't know that I have suffered with the pain that I have. But I mean, that my legs, my tissue, my skin hurts like on a normal basis just from the inflammation of having you know facet and SI joint issues, and you know my just my discs. Um, it's just a bad deal. So. Um, Truly, when I juice, those pains basically eliminate. Um, And when I'm not doing it, they're full back, full blast. So, uh, you know, let's start by going to the grocery store. Organic is very important, um, without a doubt. I like to shop at Costco. Um, I, I do like to get my stuff there. I've found they have a wide range of organic things. Um, buying your fruits and vegetables with seeds in them are important. Um, if they don't have seeds, they're, it's basically been, you know, created by man. So don't, when you, when you're buying things that are seedless, you're not getting the quality of food, of fruits and vegetables that you need. And that's one thing I didn't realize until you told me that, which makes mm-hmm. so much sense because everybody tries to go for the convenience. Yeah. So the fact that you don't have to deal with seeds yeah. makes so much sense. But then, as you said, well, they've been cross-pollinated and mm-hmm. it's not the natural fruit that's right. normally grown on a tree. It's all been man-made right. to some degree. So know? that's why I never bother even to put oranges and I never buy oranges because like, it's very hard. To, I mean, I just don't even buy oranges really anymore. They're kind of they're a little bit hard to find anymore that i mean have seeds yeah my kids love the little i buy the little bitty ones for them because because they love them but yeah um so let's talk about washing your fruits and vegetables like i cannot even tell you um the fruit and vegetable wash you will be you've already discovered it now that i've told you um so go to did you go by the trader joe's wash Mm -hmm. okay go to trader joe's and it's like Two ninety nine or three ninety nine for this bottle called fruit and vegetable wash. You might think that it is not necessary until you go and do it, and now she can totally tell you that it's worth it. Well, and to back up, I've always washed my vegetables, but I did it with a spray wash. And right. Amy said, "Soak them in a bowl of water with this wash," and it's a whole new awakening. Oh, it will just—you will die. Um, so get a glass bowl just so you can throw up a little bit <laughs> and wonder what else, what have you been putting, putting in your, your body mouth. yeah um even the organic stuff um because i mean you cannot run from the pesticides that they've been putting all over your fruits and vegetables but so get a glass bowl follow the instructions you just put a pack cap full full of this wash it's clear soak your grapes soak your apples soak your carrots whatever and then take them out rinse them off the color of your water will it'll look like there's toenails floating around in it like it's just cloudy there's stuff floating in it i mean other you cannot wash you can even rinse your stuff off ahead of time like you would have normally and then put it in this wash and it is still going to be cloudy and disgusting and ugh. that's all i can say well even my first time you could see floating on the water almost like you know when you mix oil and water mm-hmm. and you have this something floating on top that stuff I'm like okay that feels like even though it's organic it still seems like it's pesticides it's something mm-hmm. on there that's been washed off that's that's some sort of a chemical it's crazy mm-hmm. well I think in the, there's something I read that like 
your your veg your it's like a, your fruits and vegetables t- go through like an average of like 17 hands before they hit like the yeah, produce it's a huge or number something like that. It's like a crazy insane number. And also my understanding that strawberries have like the worst amount of like stuff on them, like wax or residue or something. Mm-hmm. So like those have really got to be soaked and washed. Again, people, we I am not a scientist. I'm not, but I'm telling you, wash your stuff because you don't want that down your body. It when is, you see it, you know that you have to yeah, wash it. Yeah, like it's pretty disgusting. That's what's so scary. Yeah, and I think the thing that I was so amazed at, you know, I, I love purple grapes, so I tend to buy mm-hmm. the, the red grapes. And they always look, when you see them in the bag in the store, they look like they're, they're do- sort of a dull, they have a yes. white coating on them. You soak your grapes in this cleaner and they come out shiny like you've taken a, a rag and shined them up yeah. once it leaves gets gets rid of all that crazy mm-hmm. stuff and dirt and film and whatever's on it yeah it's kind of crazy because i'm always i've all for years you know i've washed my grapes before i eat them but i rinse them under water yeah i don't hello in, why do know. we have cancer and all those other i mean it really <clears throat> makes you wonder it does make you wonder. I mean, you there's can no run, scientific you can proof, hide. but yeah, it does make you kind of question that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does make a huge difference to do that. Yeah, to wash them off, and it, that, like you said, that cleaner. It's they've got bottles of it everywhere in, in Trader Joe's, and not mm-hmm. that that's the best, but that's the one that that you found yeah. worked better I, for you. There was one I used um, called Norwex, and that's how I even discovered there was one. And I love the Norwex line, um, but I, I mean, it's much more expensive. I, I discovered that. Trader Joe's has one. I live right down the street from Trader Joe's, so my, you know. And it does work really well. It does work really well. So that's, I mean, I just went that route. Um, So, yeah, step number one, buy organic, buy with seeds. So step one, two, and three, and then, yeah. So if you can't find it, don't buy it. I mean, you're really not doing yourself any good. You're just wasting money. Find another, you know, just find another fruit or vegetable to use. Yeah. And kind of read up on that. So we both use Vitamix. Love Vitamix. I do too. And that's what most of your um, juicing places, your official juicing Mm -hmm. stores use because it does take everything you put in there and turn it to juice just Mm -hmm. by the way they're made. And it is not a hoax. I mean, mean, it it, works. mm -hmm. I I actually gave a a guy recently, I bought him a Vitamix because he was using a regular blender. He's a very healthy (laughs) person. Yeah, because they're not cheap. But they're so worth it. And he, you know, he messaged me and he goes, oh, my gosh, putting the same amount of fruits and vegetables that he was using in a normal blender, because you obviously don't get the pulp because it doesn't blend it up into a juice Mm -hmm. in a normal blender, compared to this Vitamix. He said, I had so much juice. He said, I don't have any containers to keep it all Mm -hmm. in because it made so much more than the normal. So Mm -hmm. we're not saying you have to use Vitamix, but we use Vitamix and it's an amazing juicer mm-hmm. it juices every single thing you put in there you have no pulp you're drinking everything that you put in which is such a nice mm-hmm. thing so i'm gonna have amy actually kind of give go through some of the stuff she brought us juice today to drink while we're doing this and it's a completely different flavor than i've ever made she and so i'm going to have her kind of go through her list of ingredients and then i'm going to talk about juice that i've made again you kind of got to make it your own and what your what your taste is but some ideas on some juices that we've done um and see what you know she she can give you what she does normally and what this one is today because it's actually really good and completely different than something i make and which is funny because she doesn't even like kale and then mine had kale in it yeah so it's all kind of how you flavor it or Mm -hmm. too much too little of something um 
I pretty much make the same juice. You know, every time I make it, I might make it a little different, you know, here and there. If I have a stomach ache, um, let's say I've eaten something I shouldn't have eaten. If I eat meat, 100%, I'm going to get a stomach ache. Um, I've definitely, like, come to that realization that meat hurts my stomach, um, without a doubt. So, um, I will make, um, I had to Google like what's a Vitamix recipe for an upset stomach. And that is you do, um, I'll put like, you know, like distilled water or whatever as my base and some ice. And then I'll do a lemon, um, celery, some ginger. And, um, I think it's a lime, um, and you blend all that. You can maybe add a little agave if you need something sweet. And that's, you know, kind of like a settler for your stomach. And you can clean your gut out with it, and it just kind of settles your stomach. Um, but so today what I brought, um, I added coconut water. That's usually always my base. I buy a case of it at, at Costco. Um, but I put in three to four carrots. And by the way, this makes an entire pitcher of juice. So I bought these um, 32-ounce glass jars from Amazon. It was $20. So they don't – there's no seepage. Um, They're super easy to carry in my backpack. Um, They don't leak. They're fantastic. Lisa has them too. Mm -hmm. Um, And that way I can make my drinks, put them in the fridge for the day, and my my – they're just convenient that way I don't have to think about juicing continuously throughout the day so you do it in the morning or do it at night you can have a few snacks during the day whatever so that this one picture will make enough meals to last you um so anyways so the one I made today had um I put three or four carrots in it I put um four pieces of celery about a about quarter cup of flax seeds maybe probably a little less than that um, a Granny Smith apple. I usually always use a Granny Smith because it's lowest on the glycemic index. Um, I put two big handfuls of a, a green mix, which was kale, spinach. Um, I put one slice of pineapple. It was just a frozen piece of pineapple that I keep in the freeze in the freezer. Um, and then I did like a knuckles worth of ginger and then beet. So. Um, and then I just, I blended it all up. I don't think there was anything else in that one. I think that, that about covered it for that one. Oh, and a little bit of agave, because I like to have my stuff a little bit of sweet. My husband likes his. He's okay with it being, like, completely bleh. <laughs> so I don't, that's where I don't like his. Um, and that's it. So and then I brought it over to the two of us to drink. So sometimes I'll add a half a lemon to it. That's always really good for your stomach. Um, and you can throw the, I mean, the whole thing, like, you can, straight throw the skin in there and everything yeah i i i tried an orange peel one time and it was actually really nasty so i haven't done that since but (laughs) yeah i don't ever put ginger in mine and i forget about like carrots and celery so my base is always spinach it used to be spinach and kale you never do the carrots i've never done i never think about carrots carrots but it's so good yeah Yeah, i really like the carrot flavor in there Mm -hmm. so i always did kale and spinach and i just I, they were, I ruined more days of juicing because that kale, I just can't take it. So I've given up on kale. Yeah, these, these are my everyday ingredients. And, and then, then you something will always get, maybe we'll add grapes or maybe we'll get. And I just learned that, like, blueberries are very high on the acid. 
Yep. And so is pineapple. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So, I mean, I guess maybe if, I, I don't know where that would fall, like on the cancer scale, if you're acidic. No, it's actually, well, they they say you can't change the acidic level because it's in your blood. So, they, okay. everything I've read, you can't really change your acidic level based on the food you eat. Okay. Because I tried that route. And because I feel like I'm acidic anyway, because I'm mm-hmm. just with past. Um, but it's your it's your blood that's considered acidic, and you can't really change your blood levels of acid based on your really your food yeah that's so, everything well, i've read re- okay because i found these things on amazon one to buy the other day that was um just those little um you can like i guess either spit on them or whatever it'll check your it. yeah but it was saying so you can adjust your diet you know right and i think it can change your acid level like that with your diet but it's not going to help you from getting cancer based because it's all in your it's your blood that's also acidic mm, that causes okay. the cancer so i think you can change your alkaline level like with your saliva and, and what food you eat but to prevent you from getting cancer based on that everything okay. i've read it's not going to prevent you because it's not affecting the blood in your system okay. it may change your overall saliva count I'd and all like that. I'd like to get those sometime and kind of do, do want something to like this too. and watch it because yeah. they're very inexpensive and see. I've thought about that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I do, like I said, mainly spinach now. I do I, I do the Granny Smith as well because mm-hmm. they say that's the lowest glycemic index on the sugar count. So I put a Granny Smith. I love, as I mentioned earlier, grapes. So mm-hmm. I'll freeze grapes and I'll do, because I like mine just as cold as you can get it. The mm-hmm. colder the better. So putting some frozen fruit in there really does help with the temperature. So I'll do frozen grapes, and I'll do some strawberries and some blueberries. And then I'm the girl that mixes all the other stuff. I do collagen. I do um, – I do – because I'm doing – I've got such achy joints mm-hmm. um, from the chemo and the steroids, and so I'm always trying to figure out how to eliminate that. So I, I do, I'm thinking of some of the things I do now. I can't think of the names of them, but collagen's my big thing just for the achy bones. And, and I will say, and I know that the vegetables are giving me and the, and the fruit are giving me a lot of nutrition and really helping um, the pain level of my poor achy bones. Mm-hmm. But Sunday, and I've been juicing now for probably two months, pretty solid. Sunday was my first day where I actually felt more like myself than I have since the day before my surgery. Um, I actually, I completely cleaned my house from top to bottom on Sunday. I I could walk like a normal person. I wasn't limping and walking like I'm 99. I really 1,000% think it's the juice and how I'm eating because I just don't eat much of anything else except mm-hmm. juice. And the, what I make, I fill three of those big bottles, like Amy mentioned, 32 ounces. Is that what they I are? I think that's what they are, 32 ounces. I think so, too. So um, I'll do one that I it gives me three bottles, and so I'll drink one in the morning while I'm getting ready for the office, and then I take one with me, and I sip on that throughout the morning at the office, and then I usually go about 2 o'clock and get the third one, and I'll drink that the afternoon into the evening. And um, it's just made a huge difference. But again, kind of to go back is that you kind of got to play with it and figure mm-hmm. out what actually works best for what your taste. And Amy mentioned her and her husband have completely different tastes when it comes to the mm-hmm. juicing. I like mine a little sweet too. Um, so I kind of mess around with that. But you can put whatever ingredient that mm-hmm. you like in it and kind of play around with it. Like I said, there's days where mine tastes so horrible 
<laughs> that I'll force that first bottle down. That's <laughs> funny. And if all else fails, just add agave to it. Yeah, and it then, does make a difference. Have you made dinner with it, like a soup yet? I haven't done any of that. It, like I'm telling, and it's so easy. Like squash soup. It, I never would have touched squash. The tortilla soup is so good. Um, yeah, that's the beauty of the mm-hmm. Vitamix is you can actually make hot soup in it. You can also do, you can make your own almond milk, which I really want to try. I'm you can make that. your own peanut butter. And again, we're not being endorsed by Vitamix. So right. this is just our we need pers- to be. I know, Vitamix. <laughs> um, but we, it's just something that really works. And it's such a heavy-duty machine that, it, you, it's a, you know, you've got to put some money on it up front because it is expensive. But it, it's so worth it down the road. Mm-hmm. And you do get to do some cool things. So... The fact that you can make your own peanut butter, you know what's in it. There's not going to be any other thing in it except peanut butter. And Mm -hmm. I forgot what they have you put in it with the peanut butter just to kind of get it creamy. Um, Almond milk, it's just a matter of soaking almonds overnight in water and then putting them in your Vitamix the next morning and making and putting a little bit of vanilla extract and you have your own almond milk. Didn't even know that. Yeah. So there's so many things you can do with it. And so, again... As someone like myself that's now worried about every kind of food out there and does it cause cancer and did it cause my cancer and, and, and as, as I move forward in life after being diagnosed and going through treatment, I'm always trying to make sure I'm eating the right stuff and not, not all the junk that's out there that causes it. And so the fact that you can actually make this stuff at home now, you know what's in it and you know what you've put in it, it's, it just makes mm-hmm. the biggest difference ever. It's so true. I, I mean, I really watched it um, transform my dad's life when he was in the hospital. Um, unfortunately, we don't have as much control over his diet now just because, I mean, there's not as many of us right there over his bedside. I will just say it got him out of that hospital and it got him moving. And just mentally, though, you know, then, you know, you get them back on that kind of food and you can kind of see where their brains don't work anymore. But it was like unbelievable to see that it e- that he even survived that. I mean, there was just no way he could have survived something like that without being on the kind of food we had him on. It, it was pretty amazing. Well, I would say, I mean, it, it, there's nothing better to, for your body than the natural grown fruits and vegetables. We all know that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, some people need protein, and so there are ways to get protein in your in your smoothies. I don't necessarily put a lot of protein in mine, but you can. Um, but I think that what what this whole podcast is about is just eating the right well, way. Well, the hemp to, powder, too. Like, I there's do times hemp powder, I've done hemp in mine sometimes, but, yeah. but truly, people need to read more about, too, about the, how much they want to, how much you can get just from your greens. Like, yeah. our plants have so much protein in them. And if they look at the fiber content compared to meat, I mean, the protein content compared to meat, mm-hmm. they'd be really, really surprised, like, how much our plants outweigh, like, meat content. Right. So they aren't going to be lacking, I don't think, when they, if they're really doing it. Right. right. So, right. and I mean, I have so much to learn, too. Like I said, I am a baby, and I fall off the wagon all the time, but I just get right back up my knees are really scabbed or trust me well and I think that's it it's all about experimenting and trying to figure out what works best and you can't do it every day because you know there's Mm -hmm. lunch meetings and dinner meetings and Mm -hmm. so it doesn't always work but I think it's worked it's certainly working for me I feel a big difference in just how I feel and you know I everybody knows I made a big deal out of it it still drives me insane I had a conversation yesterday with another doctor but I gained 55 pounds on chemo which is 
everybody says is pretty normal depending on the types of chemo you have. I haven't lost any of that, which they tell me probably won't until the chemo's out of my system, which is up to a year. I had another doctor tell me this week, he goes, well, think about how much worse it would have been if you hadn't been eating healthy and working out. It's like, holy cow. So I know I'm not, I'm not doing this to lose weight because it's not obviously not working <laughs> because I've been doing it for a couple months and I'm actually the same weight I was my last day at chemo. But I'm doing it just because I need the, the nutrients in my system. And so it's certainly making me feel better, and I know it's really helped with your pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is, again, just kind of our – we're not experts, but we're doing it, and it's working for us, and we're noticing a big difference in our own pain in life. So, um, you know, if you guys have questions and you want to message me on my Facebook page, it's um, Poison Bald and Still Standing – or on this podcast, I'll get with Amy, too. And between the two of us, we might be able to answer your questions. I should have had you guys actually text in questions if you had any, um, and we could have answered them beforehand. So, again, we're not experts, but we are. it's working for us, and um, hopefully it'll work for you. And we'll maybe come back a couple months down the road after we've done this for a while and do another podcast and see if we've changed our recipes. Right. <laughs> I'm, gonna add, I'm definitely going to add um ginger to mine going forward for sure because this one today is really good well good i'm well, glad you like it thank you so much amy for joining me you're welcome and Thanks we for having will me. we'll get her back on here later and we'll do another one down the road there you go thank you bye